Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book, that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within Black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix, today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. This episode of Secret to Success, I had the opportunity to speak with Ms. Margie Felhoon. She went from employee to partner in two years. She gives us her de- the details on how she did it as well as her secret to success. So I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I enjoyed giving it. Thank you so much for joining us for the Secret to Success podcast. And here is Ms. Margie Felhoon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secrets to Success podcast. 
Today we have an amazing guest with us, Ms. Margie Selhim. Now, I'm not going to get into the details. I'm going to let her tell us about herself, and then we're going to ask her some questions. So, Ms. Margie, the floor is all yours. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on the show. My name is Margie Feltoon, and I am the co-owner of Interview Connections. We are the first and leading podcast booking agency. So we book successful entrepreneurs as guests on podcasts as part of their thought leadership strategy. Um, and then personally, I am very active in animal rescue and animal welfare. That's kind of the short version. <laughs> And so, and so with that being said, it, it leads me to ask questions. So you actually started with Interview Connections as a contractor in 2016, became the first employee in 2017, and then became an equal co-owner in 2018. How did you prog pro progress so quickly within Interview Connections? Yeah, that's a great question. It's definitely not a typical entrepreneurial journey, and people are always like, surprised by that. So in 2016, I had um, just lost my dad. He actually died by suicide in 2015. And in 2016, I was really at like rock bottom. I was grieving so much the loss of my dad. And I was living below the poverty line. And I really had not found my way. I didn't like being a, an employee. Um, but I didn't know that there was really another way. And then I um, Jessica, who founded Interview Connections, and I were connected from a previous job. And actually, when my dad died, she adopted his cat, and that's how we reconnected. And Aww. I saw that she was hiring for virtual contractors to book people on podcasts. And at that point in 2016, I had only listened to Serial. I did not know about podcasts. But I was like, this is amazing. I want to you know, work from home. And it really transformed my life because by listening to our clients on podcasts and hearing these entrepreneurs share their story and share their journey and their business, I saw all these people who had in so many different areas and industries created these incredible businesses and then these incredible lives by design. And it really opened up my mind to what was possible, and I really realized, oh, I'm, I want to be an entrepreneur. Like, this is who I am. This is why I don't like being an employee, and I don't like, you know, the typical, like, nine to five, clock in, clock out, and I always, mm -hmm. you know, I was, I was working as an employee, and then I would just, I would learn things really fast, and then I would get bored and quit, so I did not have a very good <laughs> resume because it was just <laughs> jumping around, and I was traveling, and so that was really incredible, and that's, I'm so passionate about our clients sharing their story on podcasts now because I know firsthand what it's like and the impact that it can have. And to go from being grieving and at rock bottom and living below the poverty line in 2016 to just two years later, you know, co-owning mm -hmm. a seven-figure agency is incredible. And people would have said, that's not possible. You know, if I told them, like, that's what I was going to do in 2016, honestly, I, I would have said it was impossible too. But really, that is the magic of people sharing their story on podcasts and the incredible impact that it has on other people. And obviously, I was doing a lot of mindset work myself, and I was taking action. Mm. So that stuff was important, too. But it really was a ripple effect from hearing our clients and hearing them tell their stories. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. And and when I saw that, I was like, wow, that is a, that's a 
quick, <laughs> like a, a quick growth right there. So that's why I was like, I'm going to ask her this question right here. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing that I think was absolutely awesome is you are the co-owner of Interview Connections. And when we received the request, I was like, okay, cool, another request came through. And when I looked, I was like, wait, this is the same company. And then I looked again, I was like, oh. <laughs> so, so I think that's, I think that's extremely interesting and extremely awesome that not only do you are you the co-owner of a podcast booking agency the first and leading podcast booking agency but you also open yourself up to speak as well so thank you so much for joining us today and and share your story with us absolutely now, thank you so much for having me and yeah we do, we love the strategy as well so not only are we booking our clients on shows but my business partner, Jess, and I, we are getting booked by our agents as well on four or more shows every single month because we really, we like to live the strategy too. That's awesome. Look, live what you teach. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so I have a question because you, you our, our condolences and apologies for your father, but how did, how did, and you, from there, because you moved very quickly so how how did how has grief and loss empowered you as an entrepreneur? That's a great question. So I am an only child. I'm really close with um, both my parents. And in 2015, okay. I loved to travel, and I was actually living in um, Taipei, Taiwan, as an English teacher. And mm-hmm. I am very close with my parents. I actually like I went to college in my hometown like I really didn't like go too far from my parents until I moved to Asia because I really wanted to experience a different culture and I had heard about teaching English as you know like a nice way to make money and to really you know live somewhere new so I was in finishing up my second year of being a teacher in Taiwan when my mom called me and told me that my dad had died by suicide and as you can imagine I mean it was a shock there was no like warning which is often the case Um, And we were so close. So my life, like, totally fell apart. Um, Mm -hmm. And not only that, but my dad, he was a very successful lawyer. He was very brilliant. He was very funny. But he was also a hoarder. So I had to move home from Asia and deal with this giant house that was, like, totally hoarded and take on this incredible project of figuring out who I needed to hire, what I needed to learn to clean this house, to get a dumpster, to go through all these steps. And it took five and a half months. And people kept telling me I couldn't do it, that it was too much for one person. And I just kept going and going until I found people who who were like, yes, we can do this. And then I would hire them to help me. And by doing that, by doing something that people said couldn't be done, and by pushing through so many obstacles in that house clean to get it done, that really was like the birth of my entrepreneurial journey. And that, I didn't know it at the time, but really that was my first startup, overcoming so many challenges, things that were constantly going wrong and just figuring it out and never giving up and finding the right people to hire and building the right team to support me and to to do the things in the house, like plumbing and electrical that I couldn't do myself. And it it was incredible. And that's really what I think led to my growth in the business so quickly because I had developed all these incredible skills that are so applicable to scaling a business. And then I moved to Colorado. I got, you know, the contractor job at Interview Connections. And the whole time I was doing so much mindset work as well. 
Um, and I was like saying mm-hmm. to myself, like, you know, I have a successful business and I was meditating and I was exercising. And because I was so much at rock bottom and so desperate, I was really practicing a lot of personal development. And I think it's a combination of those skills. So once I got in the business as a first employee, I was like all in doing everything, being the best I could be, showing up early, staying late, solving problems, figuring out how we could scale as fast as possible. And and that really was what led to me becoming a partner and not just an employee. Mm. Uh, that's one of the one of the greatest things that I have learned in my entrepreneurial <laughs> journey is it's all about your mindset your thought process, your personal growth. Yeah. One of the one of the things that Antonio that I've learned from Antonio is your business will grow only as far as you will grow. Mm-hmm. And I never caught on to that until I I I really dug deeper into my personal development and to changing my mindset and to releasing the old model of things and, and deciding to actually create my own model. So thank you. Thank you so much and, and with what you did, you became, like you said, not not just a, a general partner, but a co-owner in two years. So what, what, how, with your personal growth and your transformation, what type of schedule did you have for yourself when it came to your personal growth and, and working on your mindset? That's a great question. My schedule has definitely evolved a lot. I... Back then, I was doing, I was exercising in the morning, which I still do, and I was listening to a lot of, like, Abraham Hicks, um, was mm. Law of Attraction stuff, which I still like a lot, and I was reading books like The Power of Now. So it was, a, it was kind of, I didn't have, like, a really set schedule. It was kind of all over the place, but I just felt so bad that, like, in every free moment, I was consuming positive stuff that was going to make me feel better. And at this point now, I um, I work out every morning. I meditate for at least 15 minutes. There's a great app called Insight Timer that has, like, thousands and thousands of guided meditations of all different lengths, and you can pick whatever you want. So I do that every morning in addition to the exercise, and then I'll usually come back and do a meditation or at least do some deep breathing before every podcast interview, before every live training for our clients. So coming back to meditation a lot is really important. And then also my business partner and I did the Landmark Forum and the full Landmark curriculum. And so did our manager, Matt, who is an incredible leader in our business. And doing that that level of personal development, if you haven't heard of Landmark before, it really is incredible. And doing that deep, deep transformational work together was such a strong foundation for our business partnership. Thank you. Uh, how? Thank you so much for saying that because I, I think a lot of people miss when it comes to having a partnership, the importance of the personal growth together. So how has how has that truly helped? I mean. Again, from 2000, you went from a contractor to a co-owner in two years. You, you successfully scaled Interview Connections into a seven-figure agency with 13 employees. How how did 
that working together with your co-owner, Jessica, how did that get you guys so in, what's the word I'm looking for, in synchronicity to where you, you were able to do that in that short of a time period? Absolutely. And actually, I have to update that bio because we have 18 employees now. So it's still growing. <laughs> well, congratulations. Um, I, thank you. Yeah. It really came down to there's a few fundamental things in Landmark that really did form really the core of our company culture and are what allowed us to be to move so fast but to also be so strong so we weren't just, you know, scaling and having everything be loosey-goosey and all over the place. We really, like, kept mm-hmm. things tight and scaled fast. And I think what allowed us to do that was a couple things. One thing we got from Landmark is, what are you adding? So really differentiating what happened and then your story about what happened. And honestly, with everything going on in the world right now, there's never been a better time to practice this type of mindfulness because it's very easy to say, okay, everything is terrible, everything's falling apart. But then it's like, okay, but that is a story. It might, it, it might be a valid story, but that's not the facts of what happened. That's your story about what happened. So coming back to like the bare bones what actually happened, what's actually happening right now. Um, That was super helpful. And then the focus in Landmark on integrity and authenticity. So being really Mm. honest with each other, really authentic. And then integrity, they use it not as a moral term, but integrity meaning that you always do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. So it's having an impeccable word. And that really allows you to build because if you do everything you commit to doing and people know that when you say something, it's going to happen, you just skyrocket. Mm. Thank you so much. So for our listeners, please take note. (laughs) When it comes to having that that co-owner, that business partner, make sure that you Make sure that you are integrity. Make sure that you are growing, yeah. being honest with each other, and having a synergy with each other that helps your company grow. And you both bring something to the table, and not just it not and it's not a one sided relationship. Because I I don't believe that you guys would have been able to grow as quickly as you did had you not had that synergy and and worked together like that. So again, congratulations, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. So there's something that you mentioned earlier. You were talking about knowing your numbers. So can you go into detail uh, with us about the importance of knowing your numbers and how it helps you transform your business? Yes, I'm very passionate about entrepreneurs knowing their numbers, and it doesn't need to be complex. You don't need to be a mathematician like I'm not. (laughs) These are simple, simple numbers. Um, But... So many entrepreneurs I see, they don't have real goals. They don't have like a number Mm. goal for revenue, for example, every single month. And I'm really passionate about numbers because it allows you to put stuff in reality and make it measurable, which is really important to achieve a goal because you can do great, you know, personal development mindset stuff. Okay, I want to be a millionaire. I want to accomplish this. But if you're not really looking at, what exactly am I going for this month? It can be very hard to break down big goals and it's easy to get stuck. So I think 
big thing that can really transform people's businesses if they're not already is know your numbers. Literally, and actually our um, mentor, Allie Brown, laughs at us because she's like, if you lose a dollar, you guys know. Like, we are so on top of our P&L. And it's, it's really amazing. So not just setting goals like, okay, this is what we're going through in revenue this month but also like really keeping a close eye on expenses. Where are we spending money? Are we spending money in places that are generating more revenue that's, that's worthwhile or are these expenses that we don't need? And I think people get intimidated and overwhelmed by finances, but by keeping it simple and just checking in on it really, really consistently and frequently, you can be empowered and really get that it's not that scary. And you'll also find that if you have a number in mind, like this is what we're going for in revenue this month, you'll find that you are so much more creative than you realize and so much scrappier. Mm. And you'll come up with incredible ideas to hit that number. Like what if we did this? What if we did this quick training? What if we, you know, changed, restructured our packages to be a little bit bigger? What if we added a little bit more value and raised our prices? And all of those creative solutions to get you there, you would not have come up with that innovation if you didn't first have that goal that you were working to hit that number. Right. Right. So have have those those numbers. You know what? At I really hope those who are listening are taking notes because I think that's one of the biggest things as entrepreneurs that we don't think about. We we don't think about the numbers. Okay, so what number do I want to hit this month? By the end of the year, where do I want to be? You know, okay, if I want to hit it, if I want to hit this number this month, what do I need to do this week? You know, I I really don't, we, we don't focus on the numbers. We really don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even if you miss your goal, like even if you set a, a monthly revenue goal, say you're like, okay, I'm going to go for $100,000 this month. If you go crazy and hustle for that goal and every day you're like, where am I right now? What's my goal? Like what? how far am I away mm-hmm. from where I'm going? If you do that, even if you miss that goal, your revenue will be so much higher than it would have been if you didn't have a goal. <laughs> Thank you. It's okay to miss your goals, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, playful, but you will fail sometimes. <laughs> right, and I, it, I think that's the other thing too, Miss Miss uh, Margie. I think we are afraid. I think as entrepreneurs, we feel that if we miss our goal, that's the end of the world for us because we missed it, I, and and we think we won't be able to hit the next goal. So thank you again, for expressing that to our audience that it's okay to miss a goal, but just keep going. Get up and keep moving. Don't, do not stop. Yes, you should be failing all the time. Like, if you're really going for it, failure should be constant. If you're not failing mm. a lot, you're you're not going big enough because really to grow to seven figures and beyond and to go fast and to do a good job, it is constant failure. It's constant having to rethink things because you have an idea. This is how the strategy is. This is what we're going to do. You implement it and then a bunch of stuff needs to change because in practice it didn't quite work the way you thought. So yeah, don't be deterred by failure. Keep going and if you're going to build on those failures, that's where all your success is going to come from. And even if you miss every goal, the fact that you're setting goals and playing full out and going for them your business will grow so much faster than it would have without goals. 
definitely. Moving forward shows you where your holes are. <laughs> yes. Yes. So always, <laughs> so always <laughs> be moving forward because you won't know what next to fix if you didn't move. So if you if you never fail, you yeah. never know. You know, you never know. So mm-hmm. I, have a, I have another question for you. You um. In your in your bio, you talk about I just missed it. It was right there in front of you. the the guest expert strategy. What is that, and how and and what types of businesses can benefit from it? Yeah. So the guest expert strategy it is sort of a new term because the podcast guesting industry. My business partner Jessica founded this industry in 2013. There was no one else providing a service before them to book people as guests on podcasts. It didn't exist, and she would pitch hosts, and they would be like, oh, this is cute. Like, I've never heard of this. <laughs> and I'm sure you guys know now, you're getting pitches all the time. So mm-hmm. it, it's incredible how it's grown, and she really did innovate it and, and start the whole industry. So what the guest expert strategy or podcast guesting is, is being booked on podcasts as a guest, on interview podcasts, as part of your thought leadership, virtual networking opportunities, and virtual speaking, which is really important right now. Okay. And I, and with with the direction of how everything is going, and Antonio teaches this in his business university, you know, podcasts are the new radio. Yeah. So, so with podcast, that being yeah. said, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to say you're totally right. Not only is podcast and new radio, but with everything that's happened in 2020 and, you know, the coronavirus, podcasting now is also the new conferences. It's the new speaker mm-hmm. stages. It's the new networking events. It's literally yeah. everything right now. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Yeah. And we work primarily with multi six seven and eight-figure entrepreneurs who are service-based entrepreneurs. And we find mm-hmm. that by guessing on podcasts, they form amazing relationships with hosts, and they find that audience members get to know, like, and trust them so much by hearing a deep dive, long form conversation that they get leads who are just they want to work with them already. They're like, I feel like I know you. I know exactly. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean because when you when you sit down and you you the energy that course that happens between when you're interviewing someone, depending on the energy of the entire call. And one of the greatest things that I love about the Secret to Success podcast, before before Antonio had me start doing this interview for him, I was nervous. I'm not, because I'm like, it, yeah. there's such, there is such, um, those are some big shoes to fill. <laughs> 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 but, but as I started, um, and I've listened to his interviews and I, I and how they flowed and how the guests just really, you know, they're experts in their fields. They've it, they've in, innovated in, entire fields like like Ms., like Miss Jessica has. And and once I got into it, I'm like, wait, this is pretty cool. And just speaking with people like you and, and building the rapport, it's like, oh hey, guess what? You know. Uh, Antonio would love for you to come back on again. You know, he would like to interview him yourself after hearing the podcast, or he'll have someone come back for another one because that mm-hmm. the, those relationships. You know, Antonio now because of a podcast interview now has a relationship with uh, a gentleman closer here um, in Houston with us, and 
they now do summits together. They do, they've done, you know, podcast walks. They, they've introduced each other. They've had lunch with each other, introduced each other. You know, it's, it's just the, how the podcasting community is, it's, it's a shame that some people are really afraid to just get on a podcast interview. Yes, I love that you said that because the virtual networking, like, yes, getting on a podcast, you're getting in front of their audience and you're getting leads and exposure, but that virtual networking that happens from these conversations where people do, like, they end up working with the host, they end up partnering on projects, and it's so incredible. Mm -hmm. But, yes, it is scary before you start, and that's why we always say get started, like, get out there, especially now, the time is now. And it's natural to be nervous, but you really, it's the type of thing that you learn on the court. It's a contact sport. You can't just, like, think <laughs> yes. about being on podcasts enough to be perfect on it. you got to get out there, and you will learn as you right. go, and your messaging will evolve. But the first step is just doing it just like you did, and then you get used to it, and you start to really enjoy it. Right. And it, it, and it really is. I, I now get the opportunity to speak to wonderful people like you and get to know you, ask the questions, uh, like, and then to be able to, to read the bio and, and hear the, like you said, to hear the stories, the, mm-hmm. the, just hear the stories of how someone started one place and got to where they are today. It, it's like, it, it's amazing because the, I've heard some stories where I'm sitting here like, I don't know how you, how you made it. <laughs> I would have <I> <laughs> been, you know. It, prime example, your story. I am a daddy's girl, and I applaud yeah. you, and my heart goes out to you because I don't know, Miss Margie. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest with you. So I, <laughs> I, I applaud you, and so to hear the stories and to to be able to communicate, I, I, I'm I'm excited to do this now, and then to be able to to meet and speak with you, and and you know who is a part of the first and leading podcast looking agency is like, you know, how does one get started like that and, and how you moved in two years from one place to the next and then just how you got started. Like the stories are absolutely amazing and they do give you that motivation. Like if they can do it, I can do it. Yes. Yeah. That is the big takeaway that like, I think it's so incredible for listeners to hear entrepreneurs on podcasts because really like you can do it. You can do it. There's so many different ways to make it and to succeed, and everybody's got these different journeys and these different stories. So no matter what your path looks like right now, like, you're on your way. Like, you can do it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's that, that motivation because we, we look at those who are six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figures, and we're like, oh, you know, you you've been there or – it didn't take you that long to get it, but to actually hear the story, it's like, oh, wait, they started off where I started off. So let me, yeah. so if they can do it, I definitely can do it. So, yeah. yeah, so thank you so much for sharing your story with us as well. Thank you very much. We, you, you definitely Absolutely. appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're so very welcome. So, Ms. Margie, tell me about the animal rescue. What got you into animal rescue? And did you, um, and you organized a yearly fundraiser called the Art for Animals. So what got you into that? And congratulations on your Humane Heroes Award as well. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so 
I have always been an animal lover. Like, even when I was a little kid, I was just, like, constantly taking home animals and finding animals and picking them up. And, like, both my parents are animal lovers, and I was an only child, so my pets were really kind of like my siblings, like my family. So I've always been crazy about animals. Like, people who know me from any walk of life know me as, like, the animal lady. I get people who will call me up who I haven't talked to for, like, 10 years because they're like, hey, I got a dog. He doesn't have a place to go. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm on it. <laughs> Some people just know to come to me with this stuff at this point. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it is my passion. It, like, it is why I feel like I'm on earth. I'm an animal advocate, animal rights and welfare advocate. And I um, right now I have three rescue pets. I, last year I got a little tiny blind senior dog. Um, and I love him, and he's now, like, part of our company branding. I put him in the Facebook ads with me and stuff. Oh, <laughs> yay. Fun. Yeah. Um, but, and Art for Animals, actually, that came out of what happened with my dad. So I, when my dad died, everything fell apart, and there were so many pieces that needed to be dealt with that were so challenging. And one of the things was he had this wonderful dog named Molly, who I loved, but she was a pit bull mix. And where I was living, the city didn't, it had breed restrictions, so I couldn't take her to live with me. So I needed to find her a home because she was a great dog, but she would really, like, she was kind of hard to walk, and my mom has MS. So my mom could not keep her. It just wasn't safe for her to be walking with, with having bad balance, walking a dog who was tough on leash. So I was not going to yeah. bring her to a shelter because I love her. She was like our family dog, but I needed to find a new place for her. And I called around, and everyone was like, well, you can surrender her to the shelter and sign her over and hope for the best. And I was like, no way. And then I finally found this wonderful man who had this um, rescue where he helps owners who are in the really difficult situation of having to rehome their pet. And he did a wonderful job. He found this amazing woman who we, like, heavily screened. Like, we did home visits. We, like, met her dog. It was, like, a drawn-out process. And she turned out to be just incredible and she adopted the dog and they she actually the dog actually just passed away but she had a wonderful life this woman and she like sent me photos I stayed in the loop so it it was so transformational to my life and he also supports people who can't afford their pet's bills and he helps them pay them so they can keep their pet and not have to give them away and I just loved what he was doing and he had like no funding so I started this yearly fundraiser um, where we raised about like you know six or seven thousand dollars a year, which is big for for his budget and what he's doing. It's actually where he gets all his funding awesome. for the year now, um, and it's great. It's an art show, and we've got free mimosas, and people buy animals themed art, and we've got a raffle, and it's been really cool to do it, and a really amazing way to give back to someone who was really there for me during a time when I needed it. That is awesome. And, and I, I thank you so much because where pit bulls, whether they're pit bull mix or they're pure, always have a bad rep. And yeah. it's nice to know that there's somebody else out there who absolutely loves them just as much as I do. <laughs> oh, they're the best. They're fantastic dogs, and they're such good yeah. family dogs. I love them. I'm I'm hoping my next dog will be a pit or a pit mix because they have such hard time getting homes, and they don't deserve it. They're so good. Right. I, uh, mine passed away about 
six months after my son was born. And it broke my heart because mm-hmm. I had him for 11. He was like 11 years old. And yeah. everybody kept telling me, you know, he's waiting for, you know, because when I was pregnant, he would hop up and put his paws on my belly and rest his Aww. head on my belly. Yeah, it was a cute, it was, I loved it. And he, he was my kid. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. yeah. so he was my big kid. And it just, and they're, they're absolutely amazing. So I thank you for what you're doing, you know, for animals and for pets because they, we, we, we take them for granted. We think they don't understand yeah. anything, but if but they are extremely smart, extremely intelligent, the biggest hearts ever. I've, I've, yeah. My my my, I call him Broly. So he <laughs> when we would when we would walk, I could walk him without a leash, but I still had to be careful. But I could, but I was able to walk him without a leash, and I would always say, "Hey, you're too far ahead of me." And he would he would stop. He would turn around and look at me. And right when I hit his hind, right when I got close to his hind, he would start walking again. You know, Aww. we had our own little way of communicating, and it it was we knew how to talk to each other. And it was, you know, yeah. So I thank you, you know, for all the pet lovers, all the animal lovers, all the ones who have the fur babies. I thank you for what you do because we understand the importance of. They're not just pets, they're family. So thank you so much for what you do. Oh, of course. Your dog sounded wonderful. Yeah, he he was, he, the the thing is, the kissing in the face, nobody really liked that, but I actually (laughs) understood what what he was doing. So when we were, when we were face level, he would leave, he would walk up to me and I would give him a hug because I hugged him quite often. Mm-hmm. And he was gonna lick my he was gonna lick my face. I'm like no kisses, and he would just kind of look at me. And sometimes I'd be like, "Bro, give me give me a kiss." And then he would lick away. He would lick my cheek, and then he would kind of yeah. He would lean away, then come back and lick it again, and then he would start getting happy. I was like, "Okay, that's good. No more kisses." And he would kind of kind of like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had our own like we we communicated, you know, I never took for granted the fact that he understood and he felt just as much as I did. So he actually saved his brother from hanging himself. It was crazy because he, it was, it was, his brother kept hopping the fence and we couldn't figure out how he kept getting out. And in the neighborhood that we're in, pit bulls had a very bad reputation. So Mm -hmm. we, we chained him to the tree. We, we tied him to the tree with the doghouse and everything. And I just kept hearing this weird sound coming out of the backyard. And I'm like, what is going on? And I went and checked. And Brody would run up to the back door, and he would run back to where his brother was, was tied. And he would run back to the back door. And I'm like, why are you running back? What? I'm like, wait a minute, there's a dog missing. <laughs> and once uh-huh. I caught it, I was I was able to go. But he was literally telling me, hey, there's some trouble back here. And it's when you pay yeah. attention, they communicate with you. We just take them for granted. So that's why I I, I, I say thank you. I extremely thank you very much for what you do. Absolutely. That's an amazing story. Yeah, they, they're so incredible. Yes, ma'am. So, Ms. Bargie, our final question for the evening, and I I'm, I ask everyone this because it's, you've been saying it throughout our entire time together, but I always like to for our audience to truly understand it. What do you believe your secret to success has been? 
That's a good question. I mean, yes, I've listed quite a few things, but I really, it, it all does come back to, to mindset and personal development because as an entrepreneur, the biggest, the biggest determining factor of your success is you. So the work you put into mm. developing and transforming and evolving, that is all, you know, money in the bank for your business. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ms. Margie. We appreciate having you today. Ladies and gentlemen, get connected with Interview Connections. Get on podcast today and don't be afraid. Just do it. And Ms. Margie, can you please let our audience know how they can find you? Yes. So our website is interviewconnections.com, but a more interactive way to connect with us is we have a free Facebook group where Jess and I are in there doing live trainings every single week. It's an amazing community of multi-six, seven, and eight-figure entrepreneurs who are leveraging podcast guesting. It's called the Guest Expert Profit Lab, and you can join by texting GROUP to 38470, and then just make sure you answer our three-member questions. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ms. Margie. Thank you for joining us. For the Secret to Success podcast, ladies and gentlemen, get connected with Interview Connections today. Things have changed for us, and this is definitely the route you want to take. Thank you so much, Ms. Margie. If you would like to have final words for our audience. Oh, thank you so much. I would just say keep going, work on your mindset, and, and don't get discouraged because even if you seem off track, you are you are on your path to success. Awesome. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us, and everyone have an amazing day. I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect. You're already absolutely great, and you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have is not what you have. It's not what you do. It's what you know. Because the people who do know what you need to know to leave the middle class, they're in the top 1%, and they control 96% of the world's income. 97% of this world is trading time for money, and that is not the way to become rich, it's not the way to become wealthy, and it is absolutely not the way to leave the middle class. There are 7.8 billion people in the world right now, and they all wanna learn how to make money and how to leave the middle class. But the way to become a master at anything is to learn all the rules and then bend them to your favor. Right now in this world, there are 2,057 billionaires. Right now. So if you think becoming a billionaire is, a, is impossible, that's 2,057 people that have already proved that impossibility incorrect. And if you think that's crazy, there are 46.8 million millionaires in the world, worldwide right now. Now think about that. 46.8 million millionaires, and that number grows 1,730 millionaires every single day. Money is everywhere. You don't need to max out your credit cards. You don't need to borrow from granddad and grandma. Just look behind me. Look at all the wealth sitting behind me in this junkyard. It's insane how much money is everywhere, and you don't need to go out there and beg, bar, and steal to get it. You just need to know the rules of making money and how to leave the middle class. Essentially, all you need to know is the algorithm of making money, the rules of making money. All you need to know is what to do and how to do it, and you can leave the middle class. Any industry, yoga, golf, 
underwater basket weaving, clipping fingernails, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is know how to do it, how to get it done, and then find somebody that will teach you how to do it, how to get it done, and you will be able to leave the middle class. If you're not getting my point, it's real simple. Whatever you have up here, as long as you understand the rules of leaving the middle class, as long as you understand how to get money, you can take what's up here and get wealthy for what you already have. Right now, the very thing you know up here is already being searched a thousand times a second on Google. Someone right now, actually 1,730 people right now, are gonna become a millionaire from the stuff that you have in your head. Why can't this be you? I mean, it's 1,730 people with your ideas that are no better than you, that are gonna leave the middle class, become a millionaire. Why are you not next? So how do we do this? How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money-making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you wanna go? So how do we make all this money or take all this knowledge from the Warren Buffers, from the Elon Musk, how do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family? My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. 32 years ago, I lived in a trash can. That's right, from six to 14, I had no running water, no electricity, no anything, and somehow I'm in the top 1% today. Not because I had the right background, not because I had a silver spoon in my mouth, simply because being homeless made me learn how to make money. I retired when I was 29 years old. I'm more than likely younger than you. I'm one of the top 1% income earners in one of the richest countries in the world. What I learned how to do when I was six years old was learn how to generate enough money to eat some cookies so I wouldn't die to death from starvation. From there, I learned how to go from cookies to a meal from a meal to clothes, to clothes, to shelter, to everything else that supplied my necessary needs. When I was six, I was forced to learn how to make money. And now that's what I'm gonna do and help you do. I've seen amazing results. I have my own economy. I've homeschooled my own children. And I wrote a book that teaches you every single thing that I know about making money, every single thing that other people know about making money, and most importantly, all the stuff that we don't tell you. Because the truth is, and you know it like I know it, the most honest, the most hardworking, unselfish people on planet Earth live in the middle class. Yet, your honesty, your unselfishness, your devout religion going self is not enough to get to the top 1% and that's not fair. The second half of my life has been not about how much money I make, but how I will be remembered from all the money that I have made. And I've been trying to teach everybody how to get out the middle class. I'm the crazy guy, famous on the internet for trying to create 100,000 millionaires. I've created eight so far. I got a ninth one on the way, all the way from India. That's pretty cool. And what I want to tell you is something very simple. It's been hard. It's been absolutely hard to help people leave the middle class, not because of the people, because the system would rather keep you being someone else's money instead of you having your own economy and having the money come find and flow to you. It was frustrating because I knew that anybody can make money. And if you knew what I knew, you would change your life. Over the last few years, I built a large following of over half a million people 
every month that pay me to actually, for me, to give them advice. Well, that's been exciting for me. And the cool thing is, I've created thousands of six-figure earners. I've created millionaires. I've created people who can live their dreams and hold on to their legacies. And now my eyes are on you to create you to what you need to be great. I have been teaching my principles and these principles to hundreds of thousands of people around the world, every country, all continents, and anyone who has taken them seriously, written them down and applied them, have a 100% success rate of leaving the middle class. I've taught these secrets to my following and my inner network, and I've watched them go from four figures to five figures, five figures to six figures, seven figures all the way to eight. Everything that I've ever learned, everything I've ever learned from millionaire mentors, billionaire mentors, and everything I learned from being homeless, and everything that got me into the top 1%, I have placed inside of a book. To date, it is the longest book that I've ever written, the most best book that I've ever written, and that book is called The Richest Man in the Trash Can, and I'm offering it to you today for free. This book is gonna show you how to become wealthy into the top 1% and leave the middle class. This book is gonna give you a step-by-step -step plan if you're 30 years old, all the way to 70 years old, how to get into the top 1%. If you're a teenager, how to get to the top 1%. If you're a millennial, how to get to the top 1%. It's gonna teach you how to make six figures immediately, teach you how to get to a million dollars immediately, and all that good stuff. Plus, I'm gonna give you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. Plus, I'm gonna give you every last one of my secrets that have made me rich. You have to understand that leaving the middle class is the most important fight that you're gonna have in your life. And to be honest with you, and you can kind of relate to this, it almost takes $450,000 a year just to be broke in America. And that's just in America. If you don't leave the middle class, which is actually an illusion, then you are gonna have a really hard time. Think about it for a second. Some of, most of you are gonna be watching this are gonna be baby boomers, and you've been sold a bad check. They lied to you. Your retirement was not enough for you to live comfortable, and I'm gonna give you this book for free so you can figure out how to triple your retirement and then quadruple your retirement, and then as Grant Cardone would say, 10 extra retirement so you can live the life that's worthy of you. I want you to remember that leaving the middle class is the most important battle that you could ever face in your entire life, especially for your family. So consider this video, this book, your friendly tap on the shoulder. I want to send you a free copy of this book because I believe that abundance is your birthright. I believe that abundance is freedom. And I believe that this book is right for you. In fact, I believe in that so much that I will send you the book for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. I'll eat the cost. I'll take the loss. And all you have to do is get the book and dominate your reality right now and apply the principles so you can be the best person for your life that is yours. Fill out the form sitting right there to the right. Go ahead, dominate your reality. I can't wait to send you my book. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to have you as someone that's been on the journey with me. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plan better. You can dominate.
Our next guest is the CEO of a Facebook competitor. It is called MeWe. It is a next-gen social platform with a focus on privacy. The company has surpassed 5.5 million members. CEO Mark Weinstein with us now in a Fox Business exclusive. Welcome to the program, Mark. Glad to have you with us. So why the focus on privacy or taking advantage of Facebook's public stumbles? Well, Deirdre, I'm one of the guys who invented social networks, and it was never, social networks were never invented to be what we call now surveillance capitalism, which is what Facebook is. Their members are not customers to serve, their data to sell and data to target. So it really, MeWe is a full, fully, you know, fledged uh, social network with all the features people love. The privacy is a, our privacy bill of rights. We don't sell your data. We don't target you. We don't mess up your news feeds. We have a freemium business model, so everything you love is free. And you can, you know, traditional capitalism, great capitalism. You can spend money on in-app purchases, or you can just enjoy the free service. There's nothing, you know, you can't be targeted for your vote or your opinion. Um, it's social media the way it was meant to be. So then, Mark, honestly, how do you make money? Because we all know when we use Facebook, it's free for the user, but we know because we are not paying that we become the product. So that Facebook is gathering data on That's us, right. and I think some people even say Facebook isn't a social company, it's a data company. But then how do you make money? Are people paying your company for subscriptions? No, no, it's very important. MeWe is free forever. But now we know that the freemium model works, and MeWe is, we're doing great with revenue. We have 2,800 free emojis, but we've got great custom emojis, custom stickers. So live people voice, pay live you for those. A pay option. Right, and, and live voice, live video, secret encrypted chat. Uh, MeWe pages are $1.99 a month, but you reach 100% of your followers all the time. So for $24 a month, you don't have to boost anything. So if you have 500,000 followers or 5,000 followers or 10 million followers, you reach everybody. At Facebook, you reach 5%. Then you got to pay to boost, and then their algorithm messes the whole thing up anyhow. So MeWe is really true, pure social media. It's social networking done right, and people love it. Yeah, so. we're growing organically with no ads, and, and, and we're not even marketing MeWe, and we're growing by tens of thousands of people every day. So, Mark, we have some stats about your company. As you're speaking, five and a half million users right now, which is impressive. But how are you going to keep growing that? Because one telephone is not so fun. Two telephones work. Basically, you need more people to sign up. Well, people are signing up, Deirdre, every day. And here's the beautiful thing about MeWe. So we also have some major, major deals that are not announced with some huge influencers worldwide. But even without them, we grew 405%. Last year, we're targeting, you know, we actually target, we'll have over 30 million members by the end of this year, over 150 million by the end of next year. We're growing twice as fast already this year. And people also move in groups. This is really, we have never seen something like this. So constituencies move to people. So many people are censored or or blocked or violated on Facebook, and they all move to MeWe. So it, the growth is fantastic. Quick question, Mark. You say Facebook, as an aside, should not be broken up. Why is that? Listen, we compete with Facebook great. 
Snap competes with Facebook. Twitter competes with Facebook. Breaking up Facebook doesn't solve the problem that they are a surveillance company transacting data. By the way, also transacting data from non-members. They track all of us. Remember, the Cambridge Analytica CEO said they had data on 230 million adult, really every adult in America. Now, Facebook's new rules that you talked about today, that's a bunch of BS. Facebook has had rules the whole time. They break their rules all the time. That's the problem. The rules right. of Facebook mean nothing. Mark, we thank you very much for the time. Thanks for joining us. Congratulations on the growth. Thank you, dude. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions. $22 an hour. Paid training. And I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now... Is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I 
found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.